Dad's podcast is proudly brought to you by 40 Weeks Bendigo Serious About Sleep. G'day everyone, welcome back to Jed's podcast with another AFL football podcast coming out with an ex-AFL player. He played for the St Kilda Football Club. Tonight I'm going to be chatting with Paddy McCartan. He's going to talk about his experience with his head concussions and he's also going to chat a little bit about the impact it had on his mental health and well-being later on out through the show. Some of you may think this is a heartbreaking story, but Paddy's going to make an awesome comeback to footy this year. He's on the Sydney Swans reserves list, and it's great to see Paddy making his return to football. Well, Paddy, a massive welcome to Jed's podcast, and thanks for coming on, mate. How have you been? My pleasure, brother. Thanks for having me, Jed. Um, yeah, I've been good, man. I've been going well. I'm up in Sydney at the moment, so uh, just settling in up here. And um, yeah, I'm loving it, man. Just sort of getting used to everything and being in a different place and things like that. Um, has its challenges a little bit, but uh, I'm absolutely loving it, man. The weather's awesome. I'm near the beach and playing footy and training and, and starting a little business up. So yeah, life's pretty good, mate. It's awesome, mate. I'm glad to hear you're well and you're enjoying life, which we'll chat about the concussions and that a bit later on in the show. Well, let's get stuck into it, Paddy. Can you tell us how you got into AFL originally? Yeah, mate. Um, so I started playing footy when I was pretty young, man. I was at six. Um, my, my dad played footy and he was he was reasonable at it and um, sort of just loved it from a young age and um, got stuck into it then and then sort of just played junior footy like most normal kids do, you know, like under 12, under 14, under 16. And then, um, you know, under 16, I sort of went all right. I played like sort of representative footy for the country. And um, and then when I was 17, I did the same for the country when I was underage and then did the AIS stuff. So like the national, in my 18th year, I played some reasonable footy and was lucky enough to get picked up by the Saints. So it was sort of just one of those it wasn't really too many bumps or things I had to get over really when I was playing junior footy. It sort of just all happened for me and, um, yeah, ended up going to the Saints. So I, I had a really awesome time playing junior footy and that sort of led me to where I was in the AFL. So, yeah, it was good. It is always great to start footy at such a young age. Like you just said, then you were six when you started, which that's when majority of young kids start their footy mm. like through Kick, and then they go through juniors yeah. and seniors. Yep. Yeah. So did, when you were... Yeah. No, it was a good man. I love it. Yeah, that definitely would have been great. Did you feel there was added pressure on yourself as you were drafted as the number one pick for the AFL in 2014, 2014? Um... I mean, I probably didn't feel it necessarily. I mean, there probably always is a little bit of added pressure on anyone who's a bit of an early pick. So, I mean, you just take take it as it comes, really. I mean, I, I was lucky that I sort of went to the Saints and wasn't spoken about too much. And I was, I've always been pretty good at sort of blocking out the outside noise. And that's something I've had to get pretty good at with all the head stuff and, um, you know, people making a lot of assumptions on things that they're not exactly um, sure about. So, um yeah, man, like it, it definitely is there for sure. I'm not saying that there's no 
it doesn't come with any added pressure or any added stuff because it, uh, that, that's not the case at all. And, um, you know, it has it had its challenges a little bit, but by and large, man, I think, you know, I'm fairly good at blocking out the bullshit and that's probably yeah. what that is really, just a little bit of bullshit really. So, um, no, nah, man, it was, it was, um, it was, a, it was a really good experience at the Saints and, um, you know, that whole draft experience and you go, when you play the junior footy, your family invests a lot in, in you as a kid and they drive you around, especially being from Geelong and, um, they took me around to a lot of places. And I think, you know, that night was as much about, um, seeing them happy as, as it was for me getting drafted. So, yeah. Yeah. So when you were drafted, Paddy, and you played for St Kilda, what was your overall experience like? So you were there from 2015 to 2019. What was your overall experience like with the Saints? Yeah, it was good, man. Like it was, um, I mean, in an ideal world, I would have loved to have probably won a few more games and made finals and done all that stuff. But, you know, as a young kid, I wanted to play AFL and, and I've done that and I'm, I'm hopefully going to get back and do it again. And uh, there was a few things along the way that were little speed bumps like the head stuff and um, a few things like that. But, you know, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything that happened. And, you know, I learned so much going there and I made so many good friends and amazing relationships with people that I'll have for the rest of my life. So... Um, yeah, man, I think I'm super, super lucky that I got to play AFL footy and have that as a career. And, you know, that's part of the reason now why I'm trying so hard to get back from you know, my last head knock and, and play again because I want to play AFL footy again. And um, I'm really confident I'll be able to do that. And part of that is from, you know, the experience that I had at the Saints and all the things I've learned and I wanted to get back and do it again. Yeah, always learn a lot about footy, like you were just saying then you're going to make a, a awesome comeback to this Sydney Swans issue, which is really exciting for yourself, Paddy. Yeah, mate, it's awesome. Um, so I'm going to play in the um, VFL just for the Swans and just have a bit of a kick early in the year and then hopefully go right and um, get get taken in the, in the mid-season draft by, you know, anyone really. It'd be great to go to the Swans, but we're just absolutely loving it at the moment. My brother, Tom, um, he lives up here and plays for the Swans too. So to be a bit closer to him and be able to see him at training every day and um, have a run around with him is great. And um, Yeah, it's been awesome, man. It's a it's very different um, lifestyle here to Melbourne. A bit, a bit more, not relaxed, but just near the beach and um, things like that. And the weather's a bit warmer. So, um, yeah, I'm really lucky, mate, and to be able to, have the opportunity to come here and have a kick for the Swans is awesome. They're such a good club and I've had a bit to do with them over the last few years with Tom being here as well. So, uh, yeah, it's really exciting, mate. It is definitely really exciting. It is awesome to see you back playing footy, Paddy, especially after the major challenges you're faced in your career out through the season, which we'll chat about very soon. So when you were playing AFL, who was the hardest opponent that you played on? Yeah, the, man. They played um, on you. It's a, good, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think probably the best, like one of the best players I reckon that I played on was probably Alex Rance. Um, like obviously he's a great, great player and it's pretty well known how good he was. Um, guys like Jeremy McGovern, like they're just, they're different types of defenders. You know, they'll, they pretty much just play as a forward, like in the back line, they just mark everything. And um, yeah, so I mean, those two are really tough. Um, Heath Grundy, who was at um, Sydney, 
Um, big Reg, he was a he was a really good defender as well. Just a big guy, and um, it's tough to get any space on. So, um, yeah, man, I've been lucky that I've played against a lot of good players, and um, I've loved that challenge and and something that I really enjoy. So, yeah, those guys are probably right up there, I'd say. They definitely are right up there. They're very hard hard players to play on. So, when you were at the Saints, Paddy, who were some of your mentors? At the footy club, there. Uh, probably, probably the biggest mentor I had was uh, Aaron Hammond, uh, Sammy, who uh, he used to play for the Saints and he's a coach now. Um, and yeah, he was just like a sort of like a father figure to me almost, you know. Um, I just learned so much from him about footy, but also about life. And he's someone that I keep in really close contact with now and um, have a really strong relationship with him and his family. So um, he was a fantastic role model. And also another guy, Tony Brown, who was our um, player welfare manager for the Saints. He's someone that I'm really, really close with and have an amazing relationship with. So those two are probably some older guys that mentored me. And then sort of from a footy perspective um, and players, you know, I was really lucky that I was around some of those older guys that were sort of at the end of their career when I first got there, like Rui and Joey, and they were really good. And, um, you know, I learned a lot of like Josh Bruce and, um, some of those guys, like even Jack Noon, Jack Stephen, um, guys had been at the club for a while and had sort of really built their careers and sort of just come in and see how they went about it and how they sort of trained and played and what they did um, was great for me. So, um, yeah, those five guys are probably the biggest sort of influences I had at the Saints. And, um, yeah, as I said earlier, man, I was very, very, very lucky with some of the relationships I built there and people that I've met and that I'm still in contact with. They're, um, they're unreal. They definitely would be unreal and great mentors like the ones you, the names you just mentioned then, Paddy. Yeah, so with the mentors, they are such an important thing for us, especially young players when they first get drafted into the AFL system. Yeah, definitely, man. Like, I think, um, and that's that you see the, the best clubs have those sort of older guys that, that take the younger guys under their wing and, and also the younger guys who want to get in and learn. And sort of advance their careers so um yeah man i think it's really important i think that's something that's so good about the afl is that you're sort of connected to you know you're an 18 year old and you're connecting with people who are you know 32 33 and almost double your age so you know you learn so much quickly and um yeah you know I, i'm only 24 but i feel like i've learned so much and and that's that's a lot of that's due to the experiences that i've been involved in the people that i've met um along the way so yeah it's awesome man. yeah it definitely is awesome, and you definitely learn a lot off the senior guys. So, Paddy, we'll talk about the head concussions now, mate. You, you went through a pretty shit and dark time there for a while. You had eight head concussions, which is really scary. What was the major one out of them that had the massive impact on you? Yeah, so it was the last one I had, man. So um, almost two years ago. Oh, a bit over two years ago. Um, yeah, I had that one. I was in a, the last game against the Bulldogs. And, um, yeah, they just knocked me around, man. I, I, um, I really struggled with that one. It's probably the best part of four or five months and just wasn't able to do stuff that I normally could, like basic stuff, you know, like go to the supermarket or drive my car or, you know, just things like that. And, um, yeah, that was tough, man. It was tough to have to sort of go through that and, um, you know, Lucy had to go through that with me and, you know, my family and her family and just like a lot of people sort of had to go through a fairly 
tough time. So, yeah, it, it was difficult, man. I think, um, you know, I was really lucky that I had an amazing support around me and people around me that would, were able to help me. And, you know, I've got to this point now where I'm back and ready to play. But, um, yeah, like it was, it was definitely quite challenging, man. And there's no hiding that. And, um, but, yeah, I feel really lucky that I've had amazing support and been able to get out the other side of it. Yeah, that, that's right, mate. Like you said, with amazing support around you from from any cool people to your friends and family and from St Kilda in the past. Yeah, so with the with the concussions, Paddy, what type of uh, symptoms did you have? Yeah, man, so I had, um, had lots of many different ones. So the main ones were just these headaches I'd get, um, which are really, really sort of tough to deal with you know because it's sort of you know you've probably had a bad headache before it just sort of knocks you around a little bit um and i'd also get sort of quite sensitive to light and sound so i mean like really loud sounds or, or like harsh light would sort of make me feel um not great and then um yeah just like sort of being around lots of people at, at different times and things like that um i was just quite sensitive to all that stuff so um yeah it sort of cut out um, a lot of the things I was able to do, man, which um, was, was, was definitely tough at the time and probably the hardest thing to deal with, you know, going from playing footy to not being able to do anything at all. But um, as I said, mate, I, I was super lucky with all the support I had around me and people um, that helped me through the journey. And, um, yeah, I've been able to sort of come through the other side and, and um, hopefully get back to footy now and living a normal life and starting a bit of a business and doing things which are, which are really enjoyable and fun. And, I think that's the most important thing, mate, just being able to have some fun and, and make the most of every day. Yeah, that, that's right, Paddy. It's, it is great to see you come out of the, the other side, like you just said. Then, obviously, you've had eight eight concussions, which is really scary. Obviously, at the moment, mate, the AFL, there's, you know, round one's not far off from starting and there's a lot being talked about, the head concussions at the moment in the game. What is your opinion and view on if a player gets concussed with um, clubs bringing in a player and subbing a player on the ground, do you think that's a great idea? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really good idea. I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's super smart and um, something that I'm definitely uh, in favour of. I think that, um, especially with the concussion, so I think one of the main reasons why players sometimes um, might be hesitant to, and I don't think this really happens too much anymore, but might be hesitant to sort of speak about it or to maybe say that they're, they're feeling a bit weird or that they've had a concussion is that they're worried about letting their team down or, uh, you know, things like that. And I think that sub, the concussion substitute basically just takes all that sort of anxiety that a player might have away. And I mean, that if they get hit in the head and uh, they're no good, that, you know, they can be replaced straight away and um, there's sort of no real effect on the team so yeah I, mean, I think it's really smart i think you know you probably look at numbers of concussion over the last five to ten years it's, it's probably increased each year i'd say and um you know to be able to sort of counteract that and, and have someone on the bench that can come on any time is um is awesome and i think it's a really good idea it definitely is an awesome and really great idea what the afl have come up with recently hopefully yeah. Hopefully they'll be able to go through with it and allow it to happen. Hopefully there's not any head concussions. Yeah, so like you're just saying then, Paddy, it is a real concern and worry for 
players, like you said, with the growing numbers every year, it's a real concern for players. Uh, is he cool, but I'd also mental well-being as well in the game. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's just sort of, I think I spoke about this a few times, but just the unknown, you know, people just don't know the full effects of, of concussion and what it can do. And I think that probably creates a level of anxiety for players and also for coaches and medical people. And because um, the unknown sort of creates a bit of anxiety generally. And um, yeah, I think, you know, with this concussion sub, if, if that can take, you know, some of the anxiety out of it for medical staff and players and coaches, well then, yeah, it's a great idea, mate. And, um, you know, I think the AFL is doing a really good job the way they're sort of getting on the front foot with concussion now. And, um, because I think, yeah, it's definitely a, a, not a growing problem necessarily, but something that's becoming a bit more prevalent in, in AFL and also any sport really, whatever level that is. So, yeah, they're doing a great job. And, um, yeah, I, I really think they're, um, they're on top of their game with that stuff. They are doing a wonderful job with that, especially looking after players' um, mental and physical well-being as their number one priority, which it should be. So also, Paddy, while we're on the concussion stuff, this year too, they're bringing in a new rule, which I think is fantastic. If a player gets, regardless if it's a small knock to the head or or whatever the outcome may be, that that they aren't allowed to play for 12 days, which is a great step. What's your view on that too? Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. No, I think it's um, a really good idea. I think generally the advice I've been given is that it sort of takes that sort of two-week period um, at a minimum to overcome sort of some stuff you got on if you get concussed. So, um, yeah, mate, I think it's, as I said before, I think the AFL are taking some really sensible and smart steps um, in the concussion space and um, I think most people probably think it's a really sensible thing to do and um, you've seen a few people already that have had a, had a few concussions and um, you know that 12 days that sort of gives them that time to get right and I think when we were talking before about anxiety with concussion and, and things like that it probably takes a little bit of that nervousness out of out of the equation just knowing that they've been given every chance to get right and and that, um, you know, if they're not right to go, then they won't play. And if they are, then they'll, they'll come through and be fine. So, um, yeah, I think it's an awesome idea, mate. It definitely is an awesome idea. While we're still on concussions, Paddy, there's a lot of, there's a lot that gets said, I suppose, in junior footy with concussions uh, about young kids. I know in our family back what and I play junior footy and I've got a couple younger sisters that do that our parents always make us wear a helmet if you don't wear a helmet then you don't play on the day in our family what would be your advice for young people to wear a helmet on game days yeah man I think it's just um it's up to the individual I think with the helmet um especially it's it's one of those things where if you put the helmet on and you feel more protected and you feel safer um, when you run out there, well then perfect. You should definitely wear it. And um, you know, that, I think that's a really positive um, frame of mind to be in feeling confident in your body and confident that you're, you're protected. And um, you know, if, if people are thinking about wearing a helmet or um, it's something they're looking at, well, if that's sort of the feeling that it's going to give you, I'd definitely be inclined to give it a go. Um, at the same time, if, if it's something that you're not, keen on wearing and um 
you don't think it has any benefits, well, that's all right too. Just do your research and look into it and just see what you think. And, um, and if you want to give it a go, give it a go. And if you don't, you don't as well. That's fine. And, you know, I wore it for a bit and um, I'm not going to wear it this year when I play. But, um, yeah, like it's, I, there was no harm in giving it a go, I don't think, and, uh, and trying it and, and just seeing how it felt. And, um, yeah, I'd probably say the same thing to anyone that's sort of thinking of giving it a go. Yeah, so with the helmets, Paddy, do you think that it should, it should be made compulsory, especially at junior level? Obviously, at senior level, it's probably up to each individual. But do you reckon across the junior leagues and competitions, it should be made compulsory in the game? Um. I don't think so. I mean, it just depends. It depends, as I said, sort of on, because I think in terms of like scientific evidence and research on helmets, I don't think there is any clear scientific evidence that says that can, that helmets prevent concussions or lower the risk necessarily. Um, I think it's just like sort of wearing, you know, like and even like something on your arm, like a bit of a pad or protection, like it may just sort of soften the blow or touch potentially if you get hit. So it's just up to the individual, man. And I think if, um, you know, by all means, if, if, a, if a junior league said that it's mandatory for people to wear helmets, I wouldn't be opposed to that at all. I think, as I said, if it makes people feel safer and, and makes parents and coaches and people at games feel a bit more um, comfortable and less anxious, well, then, that's probably a good enough reason in itself, I'd say. So, uh, yeah, mate, it's, it's, as I said, it's completely up to the individual and uh, either way, I'm, I'm, um, I'm a supporter. Definitely is up to each individual, like you said, and I'm uh, definitely a supporter and I definitely encourage anyone to wear a helmet in the game. So, with your concussions, Paddy, I imagine it must have had a massive impact on your mental health as well. Yeah, mate, absolutely. It um, it certainly didn't. I think that was just a byproduct of um, of not being able to do things that um I used to be able to do, and sort of having that taken away, and it does create a bit of um uh, sort of a loss of identity, I guess, and a, a loss of purpose. And sorry, and um, yeah, and I think that just as a byproduct of that is my mental health was affected and um, that's something I had to really work on and, and really um, strive to improve. And um, yeah, you know, I feel in a great space with that now and, and that's just a byproduct of all the work I put into it. And, um, you know, that's part of the business that I'm, I'm doing as well is sort of just being able to help people with those sorts of things too. So um, yeah, man, my mental health definitely took a bit of a, a hit, but um, you know, I look back on it now and, the way I was able to sort of get through that is um, is a real positive and something that I take a lot of confidence out of too. It is great to hear and see that mentally you you're in a much better space now, but it also physically too with your concussions. Do uh, you mind sharing, Paddy, what some of what some of the toughest days were for you going through yeah, that? Man. Um, I think probably. You know, I had a few days early on when you sort of just go through, you know, two or three weeks. And uh, I remember sort of just being in a bit of a place where I just thought this wasn't really going to end. Um, and that sort of level of anxiety around not knowing when these symptoms were going to go away was, was really difficult. Um, 
And, you know, I sort of, yeah, struggled through that period a fair bit, just not knowing what the future looked like. And um, that were probably the darkest days for me just early on in the piece. Um, I think once it had sort of gone on for a while, you know, that's six, eight weeks, um, I started to learn to live with it a little bit um, as much as I could anyway. But I think early on that sort of not knowing when this was going to finish and, and what was going to happen and what the effects were going to be and, you know, not being able to play footy and, um, yeah, it was it was pretty tough, man. But as I said, I've been able to break through a few barriers and get over a few hurdles and um, come out the other side. So it's all good now, man. It's great to see you get hum over them hurdles and and see you well and healthy. And it's great to see you get get back into footy this year. Yeah, so with that kind of stuff, Paddy, you mentioned before about your own business. Do you mind sharing what that's about? Yeah, Helping man, Hands. Yeah, so it's called Helping Hands, man. And it's a, um, so it's a mentoring and support network system for people going through concussion, type 1 diabetes, or mental health and wellbeing stuff. Um, and basically what it is, man, is that I just use the power of sort of all the experiences I've been through to sort of connect with people and be a bit of a sounding board for people going through those things and help them on their journey. Um, just like a lot of people did with me when I was going through my stuff and, and just try and be a support to them in whatever way that is, whether it's just listening to what they've got going on or sort of helping them um, find some avenues to help, um, whether that be with specialists or doctors or people they can see. Um, or catching up with their family and chatting to them or, you know, any way I can be for support, man. So, um, and then also with that, there's a bit of a public speaking part of it as well, where, you know, I sort of speak to corporate businesses or schools or um, sporting clubs just about my sort of story and a few lessons I've learned and try and pass it on to, to people too. So, um, yeah, it's really exciting, mate. And something that I'm, um, I'm absolutely loving at the moment. And it's a really fulfilling thing to be able to help people going through stuff. Um, it's sort of difficult and, and things that also I've been through too and I can sort of relate to them and, and what they're going through. So, yeah, it's really exciting, mate, and um, something I'm absolutely loving. It definitely is really exciting and it is such a great business and idea you you had, Paddy, like you said, to go around to schools or to talk to people about your experiences in life with some of the struggles you went through a few years ago. No, nah, thanks heaps, Jed. I appreciate it, brother. And oh, it's like anything, man. It's like your podcast or, you know, anything that people create. It's it's um, it's all got something behind it and there's a reason for it all. And, uh, you know, it's really fulfilling. And just like what you're doing, man, it, it sort of spreads a bit of a message to people and gives people a bit of an insight. So, um, no, nah, it's, it's great, mate. And I'm, I'm loving it. And, uh, yeah, really enjoying the opportunity to be able to catch up with people like you and, and speak about things that I'm um, that I've done and things that I've been through, and, and sort of pass on a bit of that experience. So yeah, it's great, mate. It definitely is great, and it's wonderful to have you on the show, chatting about the experiences you've been through. Well, now, Paddy, like we said earlier, mate, this is the most really exciting part. You're back in footy, and you're on the Swans reserves this this season. How has a preseason been mate up in Sydney with them yeah it's been awesome man I've, I've absolutely loved it I got up here um just because of the COVID stuff that was going on down oh, up in Sydney um at the end of Jan so um started training then and 
um, got into everything and oh, I've absolutely loved it, mate. One of the good things is that I've been able to train with the seniors. So training with all the boys and uh, meeting all them and um, doing that. So it's been awesome. And um, I'll play my first game in a couple of weeks, which will be really exciting and, and, um, and get stuck into it. And then hopefully get a few kicks here and there, mate, and, and potentially get picked up in the mid-season draft. We'll get picked up in the mid-season draft. So, uh, yeah, that's really exciting, mate. And that's the plan. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it just to be up here and hang around Tommy a bit more and um, sort of connecting with him and all his friends. And, yeah, it's great, mate. I'm loving it. It's awesome. It's great to see you back into footy. Like you was just saying then, Paddy, we all, we all can't wait to watch you play footy again in the next few weeks. It's really exciting and it's going to be great to see you back out there again on the field. Yeah, thanks, brother. No, I appreciate it, mate. And I feel very lucky. I've had a lot of support from a lot of people. And I know a lot of people are really backing me in to, um, to play again and, and that's um, I'm very, very lucky for that, man. And I really appreciate your support as well. And it's been, yeah, I, I love being able to talk about stuff like this with um, with you and uh, speak on the, the famous Jeds podcast as well. Heard a lot about it. So, um, yeah, to come on here and have a chat has been awesome, man. Well, thank you, Paddy. Yeah, so I'll ask you a few more questions, mate. When growing up, who did you decide to follow in the AFL and why was that? Um, so I grew up in Geelong, mate. So I was always... A- support of the cats i wasn't a diehard like i was i was um you know i slept at night if they lost but um just being close to the ground and um growing up in geelong you sort of naturally just become a cat supporter so i was lucky to see them win a few flags growing up and um yeah lovely it's good mate and um yeah went for the cats and then obviously got picked up and went to the saints and um quickly started hating the cats so it's funny how little changes but um yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's right, mate. Like you're just saying, man, once you yeah, get it drafted, things do change, don't they? From that sign of, sorry, from that point. Yeah, absolutely, man. So with outside of footy, Paddy, what interests and hobbies do you have, mate, outside of football? Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a big golfer. I love playing golf. Um which is awesome. I've really got into that the last sort of year or so. So I do that a lot. Um, obviously, this business has kept me pretty busy the last little bit, um, which has been awesome too. And then I just sort of just like cruising, man. I love um, getting to the beach and um, sort of just hanging out and um, yeah, sort of just keeping busy, which is which is good, mate. So um, being up in Sydney is awesome. I've got plenty of opportunities to do all those things. So um, yeah, it's great, mate. It's awesome that uh, you got so many interests at, at, sorry outside of footy like you're just saying then with the beach and that like the last few people I'll, like I've interviewed everyone seems to love golf which is interesting yeah, yeah man I love I really got into it over the COVID stuff especially like during last year because um, I had the year off footy as well so um, got into it um, heaps last year and it's sort of funny. I think with most people that play golf, once you get hooked on it, it's almost obsessive and people can't stop playing. So, um, yeah, I'm really loving it at the moment, mate. It definitely would be obsessive once you get hooked onto it. What is your main reason why why actually like playing it for as a hobby? Um, probably just, it's just a good way to um, clear your head a bit, man. You just go out and walk around and, 
play with your mates and you get fresh air and it's not all it's not always um you're not always calm when you're playing sometimes i play horrifically and i feel like throwing my club into the bushes but um no nah, it's good mate like generally it's pretty fun and um it's a good way to just sort of take your mind off things if you've got some stuff going on and clear your head and um yeah so that's that's the main reasons mate and playing on some nice courses and um being able to have some nice experiences doing that as well is another great part of it so yeah it's fantastic mate it definitely is a great definitely is a great way to relax and but also play with your mates when you get a chance well paddy a massive thank you for coming on and sharing your incredible uh story i know you've been through some tough times but it's great to see you come out on the other side and all the best with your footy this year mate no, thanks Jed. I appreciate it brother and um same to you man you're doing a great job with the podcast and um can't wait to see all the big guests you're going to have on soon and, and see you go global mate you'll be um you're going to be massive so yeah I'm glad I can get on early thanks Thank you very much, mate. It was an absolute pleasure of having you on in this week's episode. Jed's podcast is proudly brought to you by 40 Winks, Bendigo Serious About Sleep. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in and watching. Take care. Bye for now.